Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Basilio along with you. It is an absolutely outstanding day to be alive and well with you on a it it is a Monday, Monday, Monday. Race fans, race fans, race fans. And my name's Tony Basilio. And this is our playground where we have all kinds of fun here. And I don't know why that's not working, but uh hey, I tried. You know what I mean? I tried today, and really, that's all that counts. I wanted to come up with a little music this morning, but what you going to do, Brian, right? I hope the Vols execute better than I have uh, thus far, Brian Hartman. Good morning to you, brother. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, What are we doing? Oh, forget it. Hang on, Brian. I don't have any music. I don't know what I'm doing here. Brian, good morning to you. Good morning, Tone. Good sweet 16 Monday morning. I'm trying to connect with Bino right now. It ain't happening. Brian, you believe us? We talked for, we were on the air, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. Spread the word. Whoops. We were on the air the other night, four and a half hours. Spread the word. What are we doing here, Brian? That was me again. We're on the air four and a half hours the other night, and I sound like it. It is really hard to believe. So... Here we are. And I don't know why it should be hard to believe, because Tennessee was a four seed and they got to the Sweet 16, which should be expected, right? So I don't know why that would be hard to believe. It should. We should expect that, shouldn't we, Bri? Well, a lot of people didn't, though. And last year we expected to go at least to the Sweet 16, and you saw what happened. So I think the easiest thing to do is just to kind of not get your hopes up, and I think that's what happened. I think that would have been the case if Sky Ziegler hadn't have got hurt. There would still be this cynical, well, you know, it's Barnes in March, and he'll somehow find a way to go out a route or two early. But the teams that go the deepest are always going to be somebody, especially here, that you don't expect much out of. The teams that expect a lot out of, and that's just the history of the program, haven't gone that far, and I'll mention this one thing. If you look at the history, Tennessee has never lost a first-round game as a top-four seed. Yep. And that happens at least two or three times every year. Yep. And as as a top-six seed, Tennessee's only lost one time in the first round. That was to Oregon State a couple years ago. So if, if Tennessee's in that category, you can always expect at least one win, maybe two. So... This team Tennessee is going to play Thursday night is wild. And the tip times have been announced. Now, on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime the other night, I was talking about Tennessee thought they were playing the afternoon slot. That's what they were, the early slot, rather. Yeah. That's what they were preparing for. And then Michigan State got an upset win last night, and Michigan State gets bumped into the 630 slot up in Madison Square Garden, and the reason why is really twofold. First of all, they're one of the two Regals that are left in the field. If you look at the field right now, the field is Michigan State Regal, Kansas State, nobody. Arkansas, no. UConn, not really. FAU. Yeah, I think UConn is. Uh, no. I think UConn but, and UCLA. Good good thought on your part. Okay, I'll give you that. Let's let's give you UConn. Okay, which is a real stretch to call them regal, but well, they've won all these. They've won a lot of championships lately, so I think you got to put them in there. Okay, 
FAU, no. Tennessee, no. Gonzaga, maybe. UCLA, for sure. That Gonzaga-UCLA game really is a regal game. But they're going to put that game on late because they want to appeal to the West Coast and augment their viewership there. Okay, fine. San Diego State, no way. I think they've been to, like, I think this is their second Sweet 16 or maybe their third Sweet 16 in school history. Maybe, or is it their first? I don't know, but it's not a lot. Alabama, this is the round where generally they come to get beat. How many light eights has uh, Alabama been to, Bry? I think one. I, I think, think one. they've just been to one, and that was the Mark got fired. and Ernest Shelton team. Yeah, yeah that, that that got beat in the lead eight. Mark got fired. They've never been to a Final Four, so certainly not with them. Miami and Houston, no. Princeton, Creighton, no. Xavier, Texas, no. Going to be a really wild Sweet Sixteen. So if you count Brian's stretch, I think that there's two Regal teams left, and those two Regal teams are Michigan State and UCLA. If you want to count Brian's, we'll give UConn, and we'll do Gonzaga too. But the rest of the field, this is Tennessee's, as you sit here, this is their best opportunity playing in the Sweet 16 to ever win a national championship, and it's not even close. We talked all year about why this team was maddening, how they were kind of like lollygagging around at times in a year where it's a soft target in college basketball. That's the thing that was going to get really frustrating or was really frustrating about the, the season. And, and I love that those guys were kind of popping off and chirping at the fans after the game. And I'm not going to make any issue out of it because it is what it is. And I think the fans have done a service to these guys by chirping at them, by giving them a little bit of extra motivation. But now this Florida Atlantic team, which we'll, we'll break it down for you scientifically uh, today on the program. But I want to talk to you at 865-200-5402. And if we ever connect with um, uh, Bino Jeff Henderson, one of the things that I'm going to get into with him. Oh, there he is. Bino, Jeff, good morning. Hello, Tony Bay. Sorry about the phone problems there. I, I don't know that I can hear you. Um, you. You sound rather distant. You sound like the smoke of a distant light right now, Beanstar. Well, uh, I don't know where I am. So, uh, don't know where you are? That's probably about right. You don't know where you don't know where you are, Brian. Can you hear Bean Star, who sounds like the smoke of a distant light? I can, but I think it probably needs to be a lot better. Yeah, Bino, we think it needs a, as as a producer of this show. Brian thinks you need to get into a better zone. Sounds good to me. Love you, buddy. You've yeah. never, hey, Bino, Bino, yeah. you've never been closer to a Final Four in your life. You've never been further away than being on this radio show. It all goes hand in hand, right? Hopefully I'll get in a good enough, good enough zone to talk about it. That's right. And if you don't, you don't, as a, a former GM of the Phillies once said. If we don't, we don't, as Andy McFailure once said one time in Philly when asked about his team being a, can they make the playoffs at a trade deadline? He said, if we don't, we don't, which fans really love hearing. TLD Logistics. Bino, uh, Jeff Henderson appeared on the TLD Logistics Hotline also briefly. Tennessee's played seven games at Madison Square Garden. For those of you that care about such things, 
They lost to Indiana in the NIT Final Four back in 85. They won versus Louisville in 2006 in the preseason NIT. They lost to Butler. They lost to North Carolina. They won against VCU in the preseason NIT. Um, they beat Villanova in 2021, and they lost to Texas Tech in those seven games. The Vols are three and four. To the fan, I ask you this now at 865-200-5402. Do you believe? Do you believe? Brian Hartman, do you believe this team going to the Final Four, Brian? Look at it. That thing is wide, wide open. Now, they have to play well for four consecutive games, which we haven't seen them do this year. We haven't seen them do that. They played really well against Duke. They played as well as this team pretty much is capable of playing against Duke on both ends. They've never had, well, they've got as good a chance as anybody there that's playing in that region. And if they can get past Florida Atlantic, I think they have to play Michigan State in the Elite Eight to kind of avenge what happened 13 years ago and pay them back. you got to go through a regal. Well, I think they would rather play Michigan State. If you gave them a choice, I mean, the tough, 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 tough deal. Um, And I'm proud of Dusty May for what he said. Uh, One of our listeners just sent us this. If I was Dusty May, I'd do exactly what this guy's doing. This is smart by him. He said, we're going to study Australian rules rugby and get ready for the Vols. Uh, to the living Tennessee fan, he's a smart guy. I said on the postgame show the other night, no matter who comes out of the other side, that the first thing out of my mouth and every time I'm in front of an open microphone this week is, they better call this thing like a basketball game and not like a football game. You, you realize for as badly as Tennessee roughed up Duke, and they roughed Duke up the other day. And by the way, I'm for that. We sit on guards a lot of Tennessee basketball overtime the other night. I think that's brilliant coaching. I think putting Urish out there to shove around Kyle Filipowski and beat up on their young five-star, uh, the lively kid, just beat him up, push him around, shove him around, elbow him in the chops, whatever. And then to just play physically with him all over the floor. And to make those officials either call the game tight or not, and if you'll notice, they kind of tightened up their whistles, but then they didn't. Because Rick Barnes has more gravitas than that kid over there on the sidelines, John Shire, who looks like, literally looks 12 years old. Looks like a nice kid. Looks like a kid, looks like he belongs out in a sandbox somewhere. But Dusty May closed his press conference the other night by saying, we're going to study Australian rugby rules and get ready for the Vols. Well played. That's exactly what I would say. That's exactly what I would say if I were him. So you as a living, I'm not telling you about how to think, but you'd want your coach to do the exact same thing. That shows me he's a sharp cookie. Now the issue with them is going to be the wild style of play they have. 
versus Tennessee. Tennessee has not done well against these five-out teams. He's kick and drive, kick and drive, kick and dish, kick and drive. But the issue with Florida Atlantic is they can't shoot the ball the way they have the first two games, so they're going to get hammered. But, you know, Laura looked at me last night and said, they're due to shoot the ball well because for two games, Brian, they've been off. And they've gotten through and they've lived to tell about it because they've hit just enough shots. Well, But I'm going to tell you something. That Fairleigh Dickinson team, for a team that finished second in a bottom-tier mid-major team, a team that was supposed to be the worst team in the field, came really, really close to getting to the Sweet 16. Really, really, really Really close. They played really well last night. Yeah, and, and uh, they they have, keep in mind, they have a Division two basketball team out there. Mm-hmm. Because their coach came from, I think it was, what school was it? St. St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, somewhere. Where is that, by Who the way? Who knows? That, I don't know. I, I've heard that name Don't so ask much. me questions. Like I have no idea. Uh, th- th- and then he brought a lot of players off that team with him to Fairleigh Dickinson. And they took down Duke. Yep. I'm not Duke, but Purdue, who was like number one all year. And they completely roughed them up, as far as I'm concerned. And they turned them into mush. And I think, you know, give 16 teams, the, both 16 teams that won a first round game did not get blown out in the second game. No, you would think they might. They yep. they actually were both times they lost, but they were competitive, and they just finally, uh, you know, I guess I guess it's almost like they've won a national. They can almost feel like they've won a national championship just taking down a 16 seed. Let's say this. Let's say this. Of the teams that are left, when you look at seeds, Brian, what are we looking at? Because this is wide. As you sit here today, this thing is wide, and I mean wide open for Tennessee. Well, yeah, wide get to the Final Four. Open. I still think the favorite probably are Houston and Alabama to win it all. Those have to be the two favorites, and UCLA is probably the second, and UConn. But as far as getting to a Final Four, yeah, it's right there for the ball. First Final Four in school history. Brian, Michigan State is a what? They are a seven seed. Kansas State is a what? They're a three seed. They're the only team left in that region seated higher than the Vols. Highly beatable. Yeah. Vols will be favored. Not neither afraid one, of them. Vols will be favored in either one of those games. Florida Atlantic obviously came out of the 8-9 seed. game. And then the and Vols are the five. Really, four they rather. got really fortunate to beat Memphis that first game. Oh, it was a great game. Yeah. That Memphis team's very good. Very good. But they sort of self-imploded. Arkansas's a what, Bry? They're a eight seed. UConn's a three. Four. Wow. Four. Zags are a? They're a three. How many ones, Brian, have reached around the 16? Two. Alabama and Houston are the ones. They're in the top half of the bracket. And Alabama's uh Five star hasn't exactly uh, shined thus far on the national stage. Don't be surprised if San Diego State beats them. Hey, San Diego State's playing well. Miami. Yeah, don't be surprised. Miami was very good last night. 
Very good. Very impressive. Indiana kind of quit, but, yeah, Miami made him quit. Hit the wall. Yeah. Hey, the last six, seven minutes of these games are really, really interesting. I mean, if you, you could literally, for most of these games, turn a thing off and turn it on about seven minutes to go and, and get you a great show. If Houston's health hold up, health holds up, they have a chance to cut them down. Princeton and Creighton's interesting. What number's Creighton, Bry? Creighton is the sixth seed. Isn't that wild? So out of the yeah, ones Auburn. out of the ones and twos, Bry, how many live to tell about it to get to the sixteen? So uh Arizona and Marquette are out as twos. Mm-hmm. UCLA and Texas are the twos that survive. So two twos, and two, two ones. ones, and I believe three of the three seeds made it. What a wild year in college basketball. And two of the four seeds made it. So one, two, three, four, five, nine of the top 16 seeds are still left. And if you look at Ken Palm, and people make fun of Ken Palm, his numbers of the if you look at the Ken Palm rankings his numbers were a lot more true than those than than the way the brackets fell i believe 7 of his top 8 are still alive and it also kind of comes back to what you see and what we thought based on what happened from november through the first part of conference play is kind of what held true as the tournament played out Yep. Alabama, Tennessee were thought to be the two best teams in the SEC. Yep. And them in Ar- and Arkansas, everyone thought had, they had a lot of talent. Well, those are the three last teams, last, last team standing. Here's Ken Palm. He's got Houston one, Alabama one, or two rather, UCLA three, Connecticut four, Texas five, Tennessee six, Gonzaga seven. They're all live. Then he has Purdue eight, Kansas nine, Arizona ten. Marquette 11, Creighton is still alive. So his first seven teams are still there. People are going to say whatever they want to say about his rankings, and I call it, you know, all this all this metrics nonsense is hocus, because it comes down to this. It still comes down to are you going to make shots when it matters? Tennessee made shots when it mattered. Olivia Cumwell was out of his mind the other day, which is what they needed to get through. It's what they needed last year to get through. It's what they needed two years ago to get through. It's what they needed against Purdue to get through. It's what postseason sports are all about. You ask anybody that follows professional sports closely, and they'll tell you, your stars generally are going to play well, unless they're kind of choke artists. It's the role players that are going to determine whether or not you're going to fight, live to fight another day. Generally, role players have to play above their heads, have to give you something. And in these one-and-done deals, hey, look, Dylan DeSue the other night for Texas, out of nowhere. Now, he was averaging double figures, okay, whatever. He had 28 points the other day, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And Texas lives to tell about it. Well, if you live been com- playing at a high I understand. I, I just said that. I just said yeah. that. But not to that level. Not 29 points. But it's kind of this district production from him has come kind of out of nowhere. But this thing here, this this thing here with uh, with Olivia Kumwa, I mean, are you kidding me? It's what it's all about. And then for Rick Barnes, like Bino said, you get there enough, 
even when your fan base is quitting on you and everybody's down on you and people Friday night were calling in here and or Thursday into Friday and just going crazy on Rick Barnes, blah, 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 and the team, uh, hey, listen, during a Sweet 16, and we, need, and we need to all celebrate it. So you people with your anti-Rick Barnes stuff, he's not going to be here forever. Just relax. Just enjoy the game. Don't make it about who's coaching or what the style of play is. Tennessee is 80 minutes away from going to the Final Four. Who cares what your style of play is? And we're going to see two teams that are absolute mirror opposites the other night uh, and Thursday night. Florida Atlantic's head coach knows, which is why he said what he said to the media, and he's going to say it in front of several open microphones this week, and you're going to call him a whiner and a crier, and I'm going to call him a smart guy. I'm going to call him. When he gets up there to the venue, he needs to say, hey, we're not playing football. Australian rules, this is not MMA. He needs to say that. Because if they let Tennessee clutch and grab their kids and hold their kids, they have no chance. If the officials call the thing semi-closely and allow their kids to run their stuff and get and get out there in their spots, they have a shot. In my opinion, they're going to have to shoot. They're going to have to shoot 37, 38% from three-point range. They're going to take a bunch of them. Uh, they shot in the 30s last night in terms of the number of threes they, they took. They're going to have to make 10 or 11, 12, 13 threes, something like that against the Vols. And they're going, to shoot, they're going to shoot about 30, probably 35 of them against us. They're just going to shoot the ball. They play so fast. It's crazy looking. And conversely, Tennessee is, Tennessee has a decision. They're either going to slow the game down or they're going to run a little bit and have some fun with them. It's going to be really, really, that's a really, really interesting game. Really interesting match. That game is what these March deals are all about. Because as we said on here a million times, somebody's going to make somebody else play their game, and it's going to be really interesting. Because their approach, their head coach is a Bobby Knight guy who came up under Bobby Knight. You would never know it watching his team play, and you'd never know it watching his demeanor over on the sidelines. This guy is positive reinforcement, smiles at his kids, very much is a is a kind of an easygoing guy over there. Just lets his kids relax and play. And the number is eight six five two hundred five four zero two. If you want to talk about it, the Vols are here. And in my lifetime, I've been here since eighty seven. Thirty six years, they've never had a better chance to go to a Final Four than right now, ever. Ever. The path has never been clearer than it is right now. You've got a directional school in front of you in the Sweet 16 you should beat. Now, again, they can make shots on you. and Our history has been that this team is going to make shots and we're going to go home. That's our history. We all know that. And it's Rick Barnes' history. We all know that. But I'm back to where we were when we entered the tournament. You have a lottery ticket. You can scratch it. The sad thing is ZZ's not going to be on the floor. Three of the four teams in our region feature guards that come from NYCNY or that area. Plus, Toby Awaka needs let's gets to go back home. It's a good story. 
It's a really good story. It's a really great story, in fact. I wrote about it today over at tclub.team. We wrote a ton of stuff today. Matt Dixon has a full breakdown. Matt will join us uh, coming up when Evan Russell jumps in here. The baseball team, are, are they warm? Are they warm? Have they warmed up yet? Because they didn't warm up at Missouri. I mean, are they okay? Are they cold? I mean, what was that? People say, are you going to be critical all the way? What do you think, I'm going to praise them? What are you, nuts? Yeah, but, you know, Tony Valls, he's your boy, and he comes on the air. You can't go. I mean, are they okay? I thought they were. I, I thought I was looking at a thing on National Geographic when I turned that thing on Friday, and they were doing an expedition to the North Pole, the way our team was dressed. Look, if it's that cold and you're going to forfeit, forfeit the game. Our guys were wearing like, they, we look like Ralphie from a toy store, or a, a Christmas story, Brian, when he went out and played and couldn't even move his arms and legs. I mean, good gosh, man. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm going to, we're going to talk about that. And I'm not afraid. That's what we do here. That was unacceptable. Now, am I saying the season's over? Absolutely not. Like some of you are, or this team's just not that good. I don't know that. Are there are there war- warning signs on that baseball team? Yes. Do I like the body language up there? No. No, I don't. Are they warmed up yet? I mean, are they warm? <laughs> I mean, what was that? And for the SEC, and, and again, this, this isn't an SEC thing, but for the SEC to make them play Opening that season, both those teams. And that freezing cold is a disgrace when you have all these teams in the South. I mean, what a joke. But the basketball balls, for you hoops heads, some of you are on the wagon, whatever, that's fine. Good for you. But for the hoops heads who, who it really matters to, who we've, we fight down through the years on here, we get on here on the Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime down through the years, and man, we have we 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 have really suffered for this moment. We have a lottery ticket. We have a chance to scratch it. We've never had, we've never had a better chance to go to a Final Four than right now, in your life, never. This is a much easier path than going through Purdue and who else was in that bracket, Bry, four years ago. Oh, you got Virginia. You had. Um, that's right. It's a much easier path. Than, that's the point. Oregon. That's the point. This is a much easier path than that. Just you just name that. You just name that. Oh, that Virginia. Well, that. you know, uh, the other another team that got a two seed one year had a really hard path when they got to the Sweet Sixteen. I think that might have been the 08. Yeah, and that was when they had to play Ohio State. Yeah, that was when they had to play Louisville and North Carolina. Oh, I was there, there for that. Yeah, I was, was there for that. That was impossible that. to get through that. Yeah. yeah, over there in Charlotte, too, of all places. Which we knew coming in. Right. And then, of course, that was the year Chris Lofton was fighting cancer and didn't tell anybody. And, and you know, the, the year ended like that. And it was very mysterious the way he looked, the way they looked. What about Brian the year they lost in the round of 16 to Ohio State? Who awaited? Do you remember? Memphis and uh, Texas A and M, I think, were the other teams the there. That really that talented good, Memphis team. They could have got. They could have got through if they get through. If they hold on to a twenty point lead against Ohio State, they would much I rather think. play either of the two teams that are sitting there than that Memphis team. I'm just telling you, 
There are no stars in this thing. This Michigan State team is okay. They're okay. They're okay. Marquette team, uh, thank God they went home. Tennessee needed all the teams to lose to lost over the weekend. It's, a, it's not a clear path because you never know. And Florida Atlantic is capable of making a bunch of shots running away from us. They are. I don't think it's going to happen, but they are. The path has never been in your lifetime. It has never been clearer than it is right now. Never been clearer. Go back and look at past brackets. Where are the star players? This is a soft target. This thing could happen. This thing could, you could wake up Sunday morning and, and, and realize that your team is finally, for the first time, you're the first, you're the first generation of all fans in over a hundred years. They're going to see their basketball team make the final four. It is in our hands. As I'm sitting here right now, it is literally in our hands. Tony, don't do that to me. I'm not doing anything to you. I'm telling the truth. It is in, it is in our hands right now. But, Tony, we don't have ZZ. Who cares? Other teams have injuries. The draw, the opportunity, the place, the way the team looked on Saturday, I mean, it is in our hands. Can you feel it? Can you taste it? Do you believe to be honest with you, I don't know if I believe or not, but it's in our hands. It's in our hands. I don't know if I believe or not. Which is probably better for everybody involved. My teams do better when I don't believe. I didn't believe in the Eagles all the way to the Super Bowl. I didn't believe in the Phillies all the way to the World Series. I didn't believe in my soccer team, the Union, all the way to their championship game. So maybe I'll not believe. Because I still, because I'm still in the back of my mind going, it's Tennessee basketball, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and that's still Rick Barnes out there. But we've never had. Listen to me, we've never had a better opportunity. I mean, if you just look at the look at the other side of that bracket, look at it. We have never, and I mean ever, never, ever, 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 ever. I mean, what's Kansas? Brian, how many Final Fours has Kansas State made in their lifetimes? I think they've been to a few, but years and years and years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Miami's a team that's never been to one, but they got Houston. Xavier has got Texas and then maybe Houston, but they've never been to one either. Best draw. And Alabama, Alabama, Tennessee, are those are programs that are in the Sweet 16, I think, that have never been to a Final Four. Best draw. Vols had the best draw. Best draw out there. Of any of these Sweet 16 teams, Tennessee has the best draw. Because I'm going to tell you something. Now, UConn, I don't know if I put them up there as a uh, regal, so to speak. But on our winners and losers presented by our friends at Twisted T, Lee and C both came to the conclusion that they're probably the most talented team in the field. They have scary talent. You don't want to play them. We wouldn't want to play them. And then if you look at some of the other uh, sides of this thing, I'd rather have Michigan State or Kansas State than either one of those two teams. Uh, I'd rather have uh, 
what we have than either Gonzaga or UCLA, Gonzaga scored a bunch of points on you. They exploded last night. They looked dead in the water, and I mean they exploded on TCU. Exploded. Obviously, you would rather play um, one of those two teams than that really talented Alabama team in that spot. Obviously. Or San Diego State, for that matter. Creighton? You don't want to play Creighton. Tennessee would not want to play Creighton. Xavier, Texas? Xavier and Tennessee in the Elite Eight would be amazing because structural integrity of the building would be tested because somebody's going to go to a Sweet 16. I mean, our Final Four, rather. That's never been. Structural integrity. Why not us? Why not now? Your phone calls and the fun and frivolity after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin.
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. I committed like eight turnovers in our first segment. I think the official scores gave me seven. Now, we had Bino on your TLD Logistics hotline, and he's coming back from hopefully what was a profitable weekend. Bino, did we win, lose? Did we win or lose or draw more? What happened? Tony B., I'm. 58 plays. Right, 58 plays. Lost $24. Where are you going to have that kind of cheap entertainment? Uh, those are, that's cheap thrills right there. So Bino played 58 uh, plays and only lost $24. That's, uh, that's cheap entertainment, all right. I went 30 and 28, Tony. I was a bookie's dream. I was the juice fan all weekend long. Well, Bino, last night in that one little window is why we don't gamble. And buddy of mine told me that just just that one window on Sunday night, and then we go back to our phones. Um, FAU guy missed a dunk at the end of their game. It was it was an under 
It was 149. It landed at 148. It cost a friend of mine a lot of money. And then I had another buddy when Damian Ball hit the three pointer at the buzzer for TCU on Sunday night. It didn't beat Gonzaga, but it covered. And so if you were walking to the window in the last last half a second of that game to cash a ticket, it literally went in at the buzzer. Now, how Man. these people gamble on this stuff is beyond me because that's just crazy. Keep in mind, they had to call a foul with seven-tenths of a second left on the clock. That, that clock could have easily run out, and they'd have still covered. So he goes to the line to shoot two free throws and makes them, and then they hit that shot literally with – he got it off with like point-tenth of a second. Oh, yeah. And it was it was just one of those like okay just throw it up and what the hell it, it went in. So Bino, more more power to you, Foles. Bino bet himself forty eight games. We yeah. Much. It's why we don't gamble much. That's right. It's why we gamble. The people that do it all the time though, more power to you, Bino. Jeff Henderson though he's not tremendously audible is with us. Bino, I said a few moments ago, and then we're gonna go to the phones in your lifetime. Vols being in the Sweet 16 have never had a better opportunity to go to a Final Four from a Sweet 16, Bino. We've had teams better than this one, but that's not the point. I'm talking about the spot, the team, the three opponents, potentially, that they're going to play, the way the team's going, the way the tournament's going, never been a better chance than right now. Do you agree? In your lifetime, Bino. No, I agree, Tony. There's never been a better opportunity. There's never been a more open door to walk through the Final Four opportunity than what Tennessee has this year. To the phones right now, that gives me chills, Bino, agreeing with that. That's a man who's been down the highways and byways like we all have. Let's go to the phones. I want to hear from you today at 865-200-5402, do you believe? It's pretty much that simple. Do you believe, and I was going to say like I do or do you feel like I do, but I don't know how I feel. I'm almost trying to keep myself on the level here so as not to jinx the deal or so as not to get my heart broken again, which I said I'm not going to allow myself to do. Hello and welcome into our next call. How you guys doing today? Doing great. Welcome in. Hey, Bano, how's it going? We're good today. Thank you, sir. You winning any money down there? He won. He lost $48 in 48 games. Boy, That'll be $24, fit. Tony. $24 in 58 games. But that's all right. You were close. Sounds like he's about 500 to me just paying the juice. Hey, hey guys, I don't know if y'all been watching the same term that I've been watching. Not necessarily the Tennessee games, but the other games. Seems to me like they're hacking the crap out of it. It's a, it's a hack of shack without the shack. And everything's a jump ball when they're hacking. Yep. Now, if they'll, if they'll let that continue, that'll, that'll work in our favor. Vaz will cut them down. It's like Olivia Cumway said after the game. He said, he said, we took those guys, and we could see it in their eyes. They didn't want to come into the mud with us. He said, and him of all people to say that, he said, we're just tougher than everybody else. He said, and we just drug them into the mud with us, and most teams don't want to come into our mud. It's a really good way of putting it, man. I absolutely love that guy. Hey, Tony, I hate to bust your chops, but I got to bust your chops. 
I'm really busy right now. We're we're trying to corral a 20 month old and a three and uh, keep a three month old pacified. And uh, you opened your show. You said game times have been released. And normally I would just Google that on my laptop. But my laptop, I think the, I think uh, the twenty month old's got a hold of it, so it's belly up. And I'm not got, got adjusted to this smartphone, and I'm really busy. And you never gave us the game time. What what's our game time? So Tennessee plays at nine o'clock on TBS. Michigan State, Kansas State starts it off on TBS at six thirty. Tennessee thought they were going to be in that six thirty slot. They're not. Um, the next game is 7:15 Arkansas UConn. The Vols play Florida Atlantic at nine o'clock on TBS. 9:45 is Gonzaga versus UCLA. It's going to be a regal midnight madness here at, as we watch that game and do Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. You've never had a better chance, you, in your lifetime, sir, to go to a Final Four, not in Indochina. Let's go to our next song. Uh, next song. Let's get our next call in here. I'm mixing my uh, passions here. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony is Zach in E Town. I'm all for mixed metaphors. How you guys What's doing today on, on this beautiful day? Hey, playing on the TBS Superstation. Are we going to get Pete, Skip, and uh, Ernie uh, to call that game? Feels like uh, feels like we might <laughs> might have the old Braves broadcasting crew. Who was your favorite, Bino, Pete, Skip, or Ernie? Who did you like the best, Bino? Uh, I liked uh, Ernie the best. You would have. I loved Ernie. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Although I thought Pete was very eloquent. Skip, they were all good. Skip, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, Skip is way better than Chip. Skip's a lot yeah, better exactly. than Chip, you know. Skip, Skip, but but Chip really fell far from the uh, Harry Carey yep. tree. He's um, not exactly a chip off the old block, although he's a chip. Uh, oh, yeah, those guys point. are uh, related. <laughs> More than talented. somehow, somehow they are. Uh, so I, I am I am nervous about the uh, Florida Atlantic game. I'm more nervous about that game than the next posit than the next uh, possible game, but uh, I think if we can take care of uh, uh, John A. I can't remember the guy's last name. He seems to be there. John L. Davis. He's a great player. John L. Davis. Yeah, he seems to be there. Uh, their their pass through. Um, I loved Kamwa's entire every everything that Kamwa said after the the game on Saturday about how uh, she said why why how did you go off in the second half? He goes well they wouldn't let me play in the first half so I had to get all mine and then uh, just all the things he said and then he brought up uh, they had uh, they had Zeke uh, on the uh, uh, iPhone and so I hope he's going to be up there with them uh, in in MSG. Uh, you know, I'm a hoop head. I've been calling in all year long. I, I appreciate the living fire out of what you all did on Saturday because that was a you guys went like four hours, which was like almost as much as you did. For four and a half. We went game. four and a half yeah. hours. It was it was very. Check it out amazing. over at Team. It was an absolute celebration for the ages. We had people calling in from all over the world. 
Tony, I've listened to it twice. And it really... Oh, that makes me feel good, man. It was really, really fun doing that program. The only reason that we stopped doing it is I was just... My my brain was scrambled at the end. Um, but And I'm sorry Matt Dixon isn't here. Uh, I, I didn't really have a whole lot of just biting comments. But uh, is there... Uh, have you heard any news? Or is there any bad... Uh, we've got these people that live to the north of us. Some might say uh, they drag a, their knuckles. They're known for smoking... Tomorrow we're going to do a recitation on here from, because today's not the day. Tomorrow we're going to do a Rups, Rafters, Recitation, the three R's of life. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to visit because those people are in full meltdown mode. I I peeked at it last night and somebody referred to John Calipari as a greaseball Italian. That's anti-Italian discrimination, Bino, and I will not stand for it. Thank you, Zach. Now I know who my real friends are. I didn't hear Bino jump in there. The man yeah, I used... read that about you on local chat boards, darling. <laughs> they called him a grease ball. How much longer are we going to have to look at this grease ball, they were saying? Goodness <laughs> gracious. Um, I mean, Brian, you think when their fans are calling you a grease ball, they're tired of you? Do you think that could be? Uh, That's uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> could it be quitting time? I don't know. Man's got a lifetime contract. Since he signed his lifetime tra- contract, Brian, he's won how many NCAA tournament games? See how good you are. Uh, he's won like uh, I think one since they. They made their last deep run in the tournament. I think that's four years right. Ago. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, he's won. A Tennessee's won three this decade, and I think he's won. You know, he's won one. He's done the old bait and switch. Hello, and welcome yeah. into our next call. Uh, you're alive on the Basilio show on a Monday. Hi. Hey, Tony B. It's Rod in Clarksville. Hey, Rod. Hey, Tony. I just want to. Um, I'm so glad that you know on the show this Saturday that you dedicated it to Roger. And it just, it blows my mind to know and to think the fact that he could be sitting in the Lord's lap right now and said, Lord, you know, I left some good people behind and I love my team. And I want to make sure that my coach, who everybody in our state wanted gone three weeks ago, goes to the dance. He outcoached Duke. Tony, have you ever seen the way he outcoached that team? Well, when they got the whistle, they got as physical as Tennessee was with that basketball team. For that to be the third fewest amount of whistles Tennessee, or fourth fewest amount of whistles Tennessee's had called on them all year, is indicative of who got the respect of the officials. And Jacardi Obino had a really good point. So far in this tournament, they're allowing physical, highly physical play to go on. All it takes is one crew to pull Tennessee off their perch, Obino. All it will take is one crew. But but I agree. I mean, the decision rod of Barnes and his staff to just say, you know what, we're just going to beat this team up today and make them like it. They're from the ACC. They don't play that way in their league. Uh, and we're going to see if they can take a punch. And, and they did not take the punch. Duke did not take the punch. Two more things, Tony. Yo. 
how many how much money actually do you think was lost this past weekend in Vegas for our balls against Duke? I'm thinking two hundred million dollars was lost, Tony. No, 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 no. In fact, it's the exact opposite. So, oh, well, yeah, you are right, because that was the largest exposure Vegas has had in a sporting event in several months. That includes some NFL games. The exposure in that game includes the Super Bowl. Vegas absolutely needed Tennessee to either uh, win the game outright or cover that spread. Which, Bino, when I learn that before a game, that always does my heart some good, brother. Uh, yeah, Tony, any time that you hear that 82% of the money is on one side and the line doesn't move very much, that's a really, really good sign. That means, Rod, that those buildings are not built on uh betters winnings okay <laughs> you're right Tony. last thing real quick you know i'm so glad that you're back on the show today but guys when has it ever been on the first day of spring practice no one is talking about it because we're in good hands go falls eight six five two hundred five four zero two go balls back uh, to you we're um we're in the first week of spring practice, and they're coming off the season they had. Yeah. And literally, it's it's almost like that is going to be pushed to the back burner. Yep. Because of the basketball teams run. Matt Dixon had a really good point today. Tony Valls is glad Tennessee won, and, and keeps keeps their ball club out of the eyes of people for a while because that Ooh. was rule. Yeah. That was <laughs> wow. Boy, that was really something. Let's go back to the phones, get our next uh, score. Let's get our next call in. I am all kinds of roach today. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on the air. Hi, Tony. Ronnie, Tony, they know what's going on, fellas. What's up, Josh? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Tony. Uh, it's probably the funnest uh, basketball game I've uh, sent and watched since we beat Kentucky in the SEC tournament. Uh, Several years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean when uh, yep. uh, when we lost the next day to Auburn. So hopefully uh, we come out ready to play Thursday. You know, uh, one at a time. But uh, beating Duke, Tony, is something about Duke. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, the I'm better than you. It was yep. kind of the lower middle class against the one percenters. You yep. know, and they're uh, fa- and by the way, they're fans. Did not take it well. Responded no, like was, you thought. Called us thugs and punks and everything else. And Eurosh is a it. punk. I love every I love minute it. of it. I love it. Hey, but, uh, you know, I watched that game, and then I, I kind of tuned into the town square for Tennessee sports fans and listened to you guys. And uh, there was one call from a lady from uh, – Dyersburg or yep. somewhere. She's like 75. That's her. Just made me think of my grandmother who raised me and all the games we watched together. And then uh, I heard a call from uh, Big R who talked about Alabama, you know, and I thought about this tournament and how many great memories these kids have, you know, with these upsets and, uh, you know, it's kind of their moment. And 
I sat there watching Alabama with my wife and just how in the hell they're, uh, you know, have that kid play and, and, uh, just robbing opportunities from other kids. kids. That's a great point. And, uh, it is so sickening. I mean, it's really shameful for the administration at Alabama, the president, chancellor, the SEC office to have that kid. I, you know, I've seen a picture of the girl that died, and she was a beautiful young lady. I don't know any of their stories, but I thought about her family having to watch that kid play, and it's it's sickening, Tony. And, uh, you know, just hearing Otter talk about that the other night, it was uh, it's weird to get off on that, I guess, but it's just wrong what's going on in that, in that deal. Hopefully Thursday, Tony, uh, you know, everybody's praising Barnes, and I, I said the guys calling for him to be fired are idiots, but when you got Olivier Conway, who's playing like that, Tony, he's so talented. He's too talented to disappear for two or three more games. You've got to get more out of him. Ride him. Four points. Danny Manning in 1988, ride the guy. Ride the guy. Ride the guy. Feature the guy. If he can string together another game or two like that, Tony, we got a real shot to win it all, man. No doubt about it. Because it's going to take exemplary stuff for the Vols from the role player. Look, you know Santiago Vescovi is going to give you a solid basketball game. But the Triple J's of the world and the Kumwas, I'm talking about the seniors now, the Triple J's and the Kumwas of the world, those guys are in and out, up and down, in and out, up and down, wide left, wide right, all over the place. Your Kumwa or Triple J one, they have to have. They, a Kumwa just needs to keep playing like he is. He was smiling. you seen Barnes smiling. No ass chewing. Kids playing hard. Yep. Just let them play, man. I mean, uh, Please don't screw this up. I mean, just keep playing, you know? Just let them play. Be yourself. I appreciate your uh, overtime show, Tony. It was awesome. I listen to every every call, man. So don't be gone. Just keep this thing rolling, Tony. Love you, brother. Thank you. We'll be on Thursday uh, after the game. Got to be Midnight Madness again. Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. Hopefully the ride does not come to an end. And you speaking of letting kids play, that Fairleigh Dickinson Florida Atlantic game will be a footnote in this tournament unless uh, Florida Atlantic beats the Vols and goes on and does something magical, which who knows? Stranger things have happened, much stranger already in the tournament. But those two teams put on a show last night. Now, I'm not sure what Rick Barnes says when he looks at the film on that game because that is anti-Barnes basketball. That was crazy last night how wild those two teams were. We're going to come back, get some more phone calls in. I want to get Bino's thoughts as well on who's going to drag whom into playing whose game. Who and whom. Second hour after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. 
for a fun event to take the family to, Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. The Mules are back in town. Mule Day 2023, the wagon train departs on Wednesday, headed to Murray County Park. Attend all four days, Thursday, March 30th through Sunday, April 2nd. Mini Mania Show and the Log Pulling Competition Thursday at 12 noon with the Feed Time Race at 2 p.m. At 4 p.m., Jackpot Mule Races has some smoking fast mules, all competing for cash and bragging rights for the title of the fastest mule in Tennessee. Friday at noon is the Driving Mule Show, and at 6 p.m., the Gated Mule State Championship. Saturday is a big day. The Mule Day Parade on West 7th Street in downtown Columbia at 11 a.m. sharp. Then Pony Mule Pulling at noon, Mule Pulling Tennessee State Championships, and the Skillington Draft Mule Show at 2 p.m. On Sunday, we have Worship at 9 a.m., the Riding Mule Show at 11 a.m., and Gospel Singing at noon. Did I mention Friday and Saturday? Ham and white bean plates are only 10 bucks from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Visit MuleDay.com for a complete schedule of Mule Day events. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. SEC started a ton of teams with a ton of dreams, and the Vols are one of three left. And the trick is to stay in the dance as long as you can. And Bean Joe Jeff Henderson said a moment ago that... uh, uh, on here, this is the best opportunity Tennessee's had, and and just a sheer opportunity. You look at the draw, the time, and the place. What happened to ZZ? Going right up there to New York City, and getting out of that region is exactly the stuff that NCA dreams are made of. That's how the scripts are written. And Bean Joe Jeff joins on the TLD Logistics Hotline as he's making his way back from. Uh, a week of uh, of gambling activity, but really just fellowship and fun with his uh, with his buddies down there in Tunica. And Bean Star, um, I, I asked before we left, and then we'll go back to the phones here. Do you believe that Tennessee is going to drag that FAU team into the mud? Can they do it to them? Well, it, it's, a, it's a whole lot like Missouri, Tony. Uh, I think Tennessee will. Um, does need an officiating crew that's going to let them play because um, you got to somehow we've got to kind of take away their freedom of movement uh, and they'll be quicker than us at several positions so there'll have to be a physical nature to it um, I, I think that that's exactly what Tennessee will obviously try to do can we can we give Guy Flor- uh, uh, Fairley Dickinson a shout-out for the way they played last night? That was a highly, highly entertaining basketball game. Really great college basketball game is what that was, in my mind. The way they played all weekend, Tony. I mean, I mean from start to finish. They were really fun to watch. Uh, they, were, they were comfortable and confident. And my mistake, that's a team that, wouldn't even have been in the tournament had they allowed the league winner to go. Is that correct? That's right. I think Merrimack won the league. 
Merrimack won the league, and they took they took, and they weren't eligible because they had just moved up to Division One. So they took Fairleigh Dickinson instead, and took them to to basically be sacrificial lamb uh, for Purdue, and they got up off the table and. They ate the person that was supposed to be sacrificing them. Which, being, uh, Brian, we've got to get Jerry Palm on here in the next couple of days, don't we, Brian? Yeah, we can. Do you want yeah, to we've do got to. We've got to. Yeah. No, we can. We've got to. The, we got to talk about the big wind. The big wind made a big wind again this year, and I don't want to do that too much because we might have to face the big wind yeah, in the Elite Eight. How about Barnes, uh, Bino? How about Barnes... And Izzo going at it, the two Regals, touching 70. How about those two guys in the Elite Eight, Bino, going at it? Septuagenarian uh, Elite Eight, Beanstar. It would, be pretty, it, it would be pretty magical to get back with an opportunity to go to the Final Four and beat Michigan State. Um, I told you earlier, with this team, with, with our team, I would almost rather see Purdue here than FAU uh, because our our attention span seems to go up and down depending on the name of the team. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, it wouldn't have hurt my feelings if it would have been Purdue and Michigan State in front of us. Although obviously this should be this should be an easier route to the Final Four for the first time. Back to the phones we go. And that's exactly right. Bino's got a great yeah. point there. Jonas Adu plays a lot better. I know that. The better that name is on that jersey, the better Jonas Adu is for sure. Go ahead, Bry. I would like to think that their attention span wouldn't drift in and out when it's March and you're in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, maybe. But we saw the, the way it would we saw the last 12 minutes though of the Louisiana game, Brian. These guys go in and out, man. They just do it. Well, that, that one kid made those threes. He probably normally doesn't, so that helped for the, them. You know, the, the thing about March, it's really a wonderful thing, is seeing guys just play out of their minds or not, aren't supposed to. That Dylan DeSue performance was incredible. That uh, Fairleigh Dickinson team played so unbelievably hard. Nobody, including us, will play harder than those guys played their two games in the tournament. You talk about a team that shot their shot, and we played exceedingly hard against Duke the other day. Those guys were out of their minds last night with how hard they played. They were getting to every loose ball. They were diving on the floor. They were jumping. I mean, they were just they were doing acrobatic, crazy stuff. Let's go back to our phones and get our next call in on a Monday where Tennessee is in the Sweet 16 and still dancing. Hello and welcome in. Oh, my friends and compatriots are doing today. Hey, Dubs. Tell you what, guys, uh, that's the greatest win I've ever seen watching us on TV. In other words, I'm saying when I wasn't there in person. That was number one to me ever, all time on a game I watched on TV. The great Matt Dixon said it. It's got to be a top five win in Tennessee basketball history in March. It just has to be. It has to be. No doubt about it. What, what would you, I mean, you guys are old heads. Rank them for me. Let's do that real quick, uh, Bino. What's what's the number one March win we've had so far? Well, well, Tony, that to me 
Saturday is the is the best NCAA tournament win in program history. Well, well, there you go. And I don't think the the next that would rival it would be Ohio State, in my opinion. Your lead eight, and I don't think there's another one that's close. I don't either, Bino. Like I said, the ones I was personally at, whether we won or lose, they'll just be great experiences. But this was the number one NCAA win of all time. I will say that. I mean, we beat a regal team. Are you there, Tony? Yeah, we beat him as a four-point underdog. I'm, I'm just thinking about yeah. it. You know, it, it wasn't like you beat him. You, you beat him as an underdog. Now, granted, Duke isn't the Duke of old. And as we were saying last week, you know, like Christian Leitner, he ain't walking back through that door. Grant Hill ain't walking no. back through that door. Thomas Hill, for that matter, ain't walking back through that door. But, Brian, where, what's your vote on that? What's your vote on um, um, Tennessee Duke 2023? Bino says is your number one NCAA tournament win in school history, in it's, his opinion. Uh, I it's agree. definitely I number totally one over in Barnes' time. What is it, Brian? It's, it's the number one NCAA tournament win, as far as I'm concerned, in Barnes' tenure, for sure. That's saying a lot. And I go ahead. No, I you think, go ahead, Brian. I think uh, I agree with Bino. Ohio State's number two. Uh, Bino, what do you think about number three being when we beat Butler in overtime down in Birmingham? And that was like a sweet 16 game. That was, that was incredible, that Butler game. Didn't... Uh, we turn around after that and defeat, um, who was it, Connecticut on that Sunday to get to the Sweet 16 that no, year? No, 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 you're mixing up, you're mixing up your years, Tony. We beat Butler, then lost to Louisville when y'all took the. Oh, yeah, the Butler win was a great win. Butler in Birmingham. Absolutely, W. Lynn. I, I was, uh, I was there and Brian was. We, we went to Birmingham. I was there too, yeah. It was un- unbelievable. And I remember at the time we were talking about how the seeding for us, it was like we're playing around the 32 game, but it was like a sweet 16 game. Then we go to Charlotte and you had like a bunch of Final Four teams there. That was insane. That was a weird year. We we took a bus trip over to that one. That was is that the year we played in Charlotte against? um, uh, Was it Louisville? They were so good, so long. So athletic, and, I mean, the only chance we had, it's kind of like what this team's going to be up against with us on Thursday. The only chance this team has is to make a bunch of three balls. The team that's playing us Thursday night. This team's got to hit threes, or or Tennessee could literally roll them. And I, I think Vescovi, it, it, it's taken half a dozen games, but... It, He's he's getting used to playing point guard. He's excellent. You know, he's doing excellent. And let me tell you what one of my favorite plays of the game was. They're in a 2-3 zone, and we get it to Euros, who does a perfect bounce pass to Kumwa, who dunks it against their zone. Yep. And I'm just saying, you know, that's something nobody will remember. Euros made this great pass, but they collapsed on him, and... You know, uh, I will say this, Tony. I think Roger's spirit was with us. I, I really do. I think he was with us this game. Oh, yeah. No question. And uh, 
the Florida Atlantic Owls, I mean, they're 33 and 3. I mean, you know, I don't care what league you're out of. Hey, they're a top 20 team in Ken Palm. I mean, they, they've destroyed people that have been in their path, and they've been a red-hot team. And the truth is they've gotten to the Sweet 16 playing C-plus basketball for them. Yeah. That's a scary thought, Bino, when you stop and think about it. That's a team that went from three-point range uh, last night. I pulled it up. They were 9 of, 30, or the 9 of 31 last night in that game from three-point range. And 29 of 71 overall in the game, and only shot 11 of 18 from the foul line. And they're due to shoot the ball a little better. The problem for them is they're playing in a gym that's notoriously a difficult place for college teams to shoot up there in New York City. That uh, That's a hard, hard gym to shoot in when you're not used to it. Yeah, we've had trouble in it. No question. No doubt about it. Well, guys, it might be ugly. I, I don't care. If, if Barnes should just say, we're just playing good basketball. Yep. You know, call it what you want. You well, want to call it rugby or football. Whatever, or whatever. you want to call it. Win and ugly, baby. And, uh, it, it, like I said, this, you know, with, with three, two and a half minutes left, I was still nervous. And next thing I know, we're up by double digits. You know, and the place is going wild where I'm at. Uh, it, it was just a wonderful experience. And um, I just wonder why on these Thursday-Friday games, they don't start games at 1 in the afternoon and just have the game spaced out to where we can watch them all. You, you mean in the Sweet 16? Yeah. Well, they could, they could I'll pass playing. that along, W. Lynn. They could play at 1, 3.30, 6, 8.30. Bino, both have you thought nights. about that? They could do that both nights. Just space them out and go one, go all day long, Bino. I would be for that, Tony. I'm for that. Ford it, Ford it, Ford it. W. Lynn, thank you. I think it's called television, primetime TV, eyeballs on TVs, butts and seats. I think that would be the reason why. But I echo your sentiment, echoes of love. Bino, are you um, sharing my opinion that Florida Atlantic has gotten through despite two subpar shooting games? And if it's one thing we've seen, like the Vols looked um, Thursday night, they looked pretty fortunate to get through the next round the way they played, and they came out and played exemplary basketball the next day in many, many facets. And that's one of my concerns here about Florida Atlantic, that they're going to have a good shooting night against us. And that's a concern of mine. That should be a concern of every Vol fan listening. You know, I'm going to go back to the fact that it's teams struggle to shoot in that building. Yep. And I think in that case, Tennessee is more equipped to win a game when both teams struggle to shoot than than not. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, we need the game in the mud, Bri. My friends at Alumni Hall who have um, Sweet 16 shirts, alumnihall.com, Need to design a shirt that's already pre has pre mud all over it, dirt, and uh, should they should make a shirt that says something like "Dirty Basketball," and then with that Olivia Cumwa quote on it, we drag you into the mud, make you like it. You know, um, I sure hope Tennessee shoots better than they did when they played Texas Tech last year up there. 
Well, it's essentially the same team. What were the percentages? Of course, that Texas Tech team, I mean, that's that's a squad that was known for dra- dra- You talk about dragging people into the mud. That was mud wrestling, that game. What was that game played in, Brian, the 50s? Yeah, I think it went to overtime, and I think the final score, I don't think either team made it to 60, and it went overtime. Hideous basketball game. Bino, you think Florida Atlantic, you think they're going to shoot it poorly third game in a row? I I don't know how much they've shot under their usual percentage, um, but I I think they've been a lot more clutch than they've been efficient. Um, I, I expect them to have a fairly normal shooting night against us. Uh, you know they're 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 talented, uh, which uh, is what you expect in a Sweet Sixteen game. If you look throughout the bracket, though, uh, I'm not sure we could have done a whole lot better. Oh, that was my point earlier. Yeah, we were rattling them off when you were in no man's land, and uh, I'll tell you. You go through and find the 16 teams left in the tournament and find me a better team. Find me two better ones for the Vols. The potential uh, draw and run they have here, it's lining up for Tennessee. Now, whether we walk through that door or not is another question entirely, but I'm of the belief right now that us as living Vol fans have have never seen, us or past generations have never seen a better opportunity to get to a Final Four than right now. Right now. This is the best opportunity in school history to get to a Final Four, in my mind, right now, as we sit here today. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in on your Tony Basilio show on a Monday. Evan Russell, uh, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics, coming up in about uh, 15 or so, as uh, we are going to unpack that unfortunate weekend in Como and what it means, if anything, for the baseball team. I'm not worried, but... Needless to say, that was some nonsense up there this weekend. Hello, on the league's part and on Tennessee's part. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Tony, this is Patrick. Hey, Patrick, welcome in, man. Hey, I was going to ask Brian or either you, uh, Tony, is, is Vanderbilt still in it? Vanderbilt still in it, Brian? Are they alive? They are alive in another tournament, in another dimension. They in the CBI? Are they in the CBI, Bri? They're in the NIT. They're in the NIT round of eight. Good for them. They beat Michigan over the weekend, and Michigan was up like eight points with a minute and a half to go, and Vandy came back and scored the last nine of the game. You go fighting Vandy Joes. You go fighting Vandy Joes. (laughs) Good for you, Vandy Joe. uh, they, They play UAB and Andy Kennedy. On uh, I think uh, Tuesday night in Nashville to go to the NIT Final Four. Which the NIT Final Four this year is in Vegas. It's moved to Las Vegas. Yep. What is the NIT? I mean, it's the it's the not in tournament. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. So thank you, All Patrick. Boys. Great Thanks call. Go Vols. Thank you, brother. Go Vols to you. Bino, was that cat serious, semi-serious? What was that cat, Bino? I'm not sure, Tony. I I, I was wondering if he was a Vandy fan that was kind of getting on us about not 
think of Vandy Clay or if that was somebody that was trying to get on Vandy. I'm not sure. I couldn't, I couldn't decipher. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony Basilio show on a Monday. Hi. Hey, Tony. It's Dave in Accord. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Great, man. Thank you. Hey, um, you, you were talking about the record in, in, in the Madison uh, Square Garden, and you didn't bring up the, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I missed it, but you mentioned one Louisville game we played up there. Did we not play a, a um, after we lost to Indiana up there, in 85 or something like that, did we not play Louisville in a, in a consolation game and won by like 30? We, we did. That was in Madison Square Garden in the NIT. They played a consolation game at that time. Brian, you didn't count that in your stats, huh? Yeah, I think uh, I did count that. They oh, they we did beat, count it. They beat Louisville yeah. in a third place game. Yeah, I did say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're three and four all time. We've played seven times there, three and four. That, okay, I, I missed. I thought you said that Louisville was like 2006 or something. You mentioned Louisville, but I may have been yep. wrong on that. That's when Anthony, Anthony Richardson went off in that game for some reason. I don't know why I remember that. Yep. I always thought that guy had so much potential and never really reached it. But, uh, um. You know, the I don't think Madison Square Garden's a problem, guys, last year. I think it was that, that, that basketball that they had such a difficult time with in both teams last year, and that's not going to be a problem this year. Well, and, By- uh, Byron Williams just sent me that incredible clip of Triple J going in for that uh, dunk where he yeah, yeah. fell down yeah. under the rim and the ball, like, fell out of his hands. Brian, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember That's that. incredible. I came out of my chair when that happened. Oh, my gosh. That clip is insane. Yeah, that was. Forgot that was, all that about it. horrible game. Yeah, I think, I think lucky you, you've forgotten that, Tony. I think you probably just erased that from your memory bank. That, that whole game was just horrendous. But, uh, you know, I, I am really worried about the Thursday game because mm-hmm. I've I'm, I'm just I'm just concerned from the standpoint of if we lose that game. I know I know FAU's good. They've been good all year. Mm-hmm. But if you lose that game, you know what the narrative's going to be, and it's going to really take the shine off that Duke win. Now I think long term we'll remember that Duke win mm-hmm. fondly, like we remember the. Uh, wait, 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 wait a second. What's what do you mean the narrative? What are you talking about? Well, you know what the narrative's going to be. So everybody's going to turn right around and start and start pointing the finger at Barnes again. And no, no way. I, I don't know. But no, I, no way. Everybody's going to look at everybody's going to look at this FAU game as you know. You got you know this is. I don't say it's a must win or it's an absolute. You know, there's no way to lose that game. I'm hoping people don't, but it just worries me because that team has played two tight games down the stretch, and they've done well in those two tight games down the stretch. And we both know, everybody knows, we don't do well in tight games down the stretch. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping yeah. we hang in there on Thursday because, I'll be honest, I wouldn't mind playing just okay on Thursday and winning because that'll set the stage, I think, for us to play really well in the, in the Elite Eight game if we get there. So I'm looking forward to it, Tony. Man, appreciate you guys Saturday night, man. I'm, I was like the other caller. I, I listened to that twice over the last couple wow. days. Thank you. And uh, just just enjoying the, 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 the fellowship of the Tennessee fans and getting to enjoy it, man, and uh, – Looking forward to, to Thursday and Saturday, and hopefully Saturday night. Y'all have a great one. Thank you. Appreciate you, Dave. Thank you. But you know what? First of all, I don't think anybody can say anything to Rick Barnes. He lost his point guard and got to the Sweet 16. So that's a phenomenal, in my mind, that's a great season. 
Now, they were a four seed, and they got to where a four seed is supposed to go. But as Brian said, half the field failed to get there. So, yeah, uh, nine yeah. out of 16 teams are, are still top four seeds for better. So nine of the top – so maybe it isn't the great accomplishment that I'm trying to make it out to be. Look, you're always going to have detractors, and there are people that are never going to like Rick Barnes after what he said about the UCLA deal, and they're always going to lay in wait. And you know what? He kind of deserves that, quite frankly, because he shouldn't say that. It's total arrogance. He could win a national championship, and those people wouldn't like him. Do you not think that's true, Bino? I mean, once you say that, you can go win a natty, and those people aren't going to forgive you for saying that out loud. I, I, I think that's correct, Tony. I think that those who Rick Barnes have lost, he's not gaining back by making the Sweet 16. He might if he wins the next game and goes as far as any program and I mean any team in program history has. Uh, but he's not winning anyone back, regardless of how impressive the Duke win was. By getting to the Sweet 16, which is something that our program has done fairly regularly. Exactly. I mean, Brian, this is for us. This is what seven now? Seven Sweet 16 since '99. Is that since right? 2000. Yes. Seven since 2000. It's pretty damn good, man. It's pretty. It's a pretty sneaky good basketball tradition Tennessee has. Tennessee and Xavier have really. Um. Um really sneaky good basketball traditions by the way speaking of xavier how is it that sean how is it exactly how is it that sean miller can go to arizona and they suck and they don't do anything in the tournaments the big tournaments goes right back up there to xavier brian and they're marching right toward another elite eight missing a player no less yeah i just think it's uh Maybe a matter of of where uh, of a good fit for him and I. Arizona. Look at them. They did. They didn't exactly. They haven't really shined in the tournament really since they won it all that year. They've kind of been. They've kind of got a penchant for. I don't know. Choking in in uh, in these things. You know. Do you, do you think it's uh, totally? I think it's really incredible that 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 Xavier program is going to go back to another elite eight. I think they've been like five of them. Now they've never been to a Final Four, but good goodness gracious! Now, yeah, a lot of basketball tradition. You know, they expect to get to that point um, when they when they they have an opportunity. And uh, I, you know, I I think Sean Miller did some nice things at Arizona. I'm not saying he was wasn't a fit there like uh, like Shaka wasn't a fit at Texas, but uh, you know, it, it's. It takes a certain type of guy to go to some of those blue blood programs and and perform. Back to the phones we go. Well, that is true. That's a great point. Shaka Smart's another example, though, of a guy who was a cat's whisker from getting back to the 16 with that Marquette team, which is way better than he ever did at Texas with much better players, supposedly. Back to the funds we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. Fit in college hoops is, I'll tell you this, Rick Pitino gets the uh, St. John job, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Hello and welcome into our next call. 
What's up, Tony? Grant in Birmingham. How are you? Hey, Grant. Appreciate you calling, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Quick thing I will say. Uh, uh, Sean Miller did make two uh, regional finals at, at uh, Arizona. He yeah. may be selling him a little short. Uh, uh, that's, that's not – that's un, that's underperforming for their history, though, is my point. Yeah, that's, that's probably fair. Uh, anyway, I didn't get a chance to call Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, been listening back some this morning at work. It's been awesome. Uh, you know, I, I guess I just want to – and I know you all talked plenty about it today, too, but I, I really – Obviously, the rest of the week, I, and I get with y'all's job, you got to turn the page immediately, and we're looking at the next round of this weekend. But I really just felt so good Saturday for, I mean, just everybody in, in the program, and especially Rick, especially those seniors, you know, just how much. And, I mean, and you've talked about, all, talked about it all year. I've called in a few times. I mean, there was a lot to, a lot to criticize, and, like, I think everybody was right to be frustrated at times. Um, but just to get a win like that, you know, for Rick to finally, you know, be an under, I know we were seeded favored, but we were underdogs. I mean, everybody, everybody picked Duke. I mean, I literally didn't see a single person in the national level or even the, you know, local level really pick, pick Tennessee to win. Uh, and then just for, you know, for Sonny to play so good, uh, Josiah didn't shoot it well, but he still made some big buckets when we needed him, played great defense, helped us, you know, break, break the press. I think you mentioned that in the blog today. Uh, and then, and then, uh, uh, Camel, obviously, I mean, just un, unbelievable, you know, for him to step up, he's obviously been a very frustrating player at times. Everybody sees the potential, but for him to do that in a game that matters so much, you know, I mean, that's a game where people are going to remember in 30 years, <clears throat> that type of performance. I mean, and, and I've never seen it. I mean, Chisholm against Ohio State, probably the next closest thing to that that I can remember. I mean, I'm almost 30, so I've only, only go back to the Pearl years really in the tournament, but, um, you know, to just like I said, to, to deliver in that spot for a guy that's been so maligned and so frustrating for fans, it's just you know, it's to me, it's very, it's just awesome to see. And I know everybody's excited for it, you know, but especially this team. And we've, I've, I've brought this point up before. You know, there are just so many guys that on this team are very likable off the court. I mean, obviously, nobody in this program ever gets in trouble, you know, and like, and 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 their biggest crime is just they're not pretty to watch sometimes, and they are frustrating on the court, and that doesn't mean that. You know, people aren't right to criticize sometimes, but to see good things happen to good kids, good players, good you know, good coaches in, in Barnes compared to some of the other stuff we've seen around the league, and heck, even in our program over the years, you know, and that's it is what it is. But you know, you know, we don't have guys on this team get arrested with guns in the car and whatever. So anyway, I'm just I'm just stoked for all all those guys, and I hope everybody, no matter what happens Thursday night, I hope everybody appreciates and to do it without Ziegler. You just y'all were just talking about it. I mean, to break through when everybody counts you out, you know, I think that just that says a lot for this whole program. And, you know, it definitely makes up for some of the pain of, the, you know, some of the other just maddening losses we've had, um, you know, last year especially. So, it's been a crazy year, you know, and I'm thrilled yeah, for our yeah. fans as well, man. I, you know, look, people who criticize this team criticize them rightfully. You know, that's the way I look okay. at it. And uh, unless you called in Thursday and you were one of those select few knuckleheads, and you guys know who you are, that were calling for this coach's head after he won an NCAA tournament game. Those of you that did that don't understand the sport of college basketball, and you're just you're just low-information people. I can't help you. And that's well, okay. You, they, they know who they are, Grant. And I'm not here to change anybody. But you don't call after you win an NCAA tournament game and call for a guy's head. You can call in and say, hey, the game was ugly like we did. Hey, these guys are living on borrowed time kind of like we did. Hey, that was a tough watch down the stretch. These guys don't close games well. You can say any of that stuff. 
you can you can question like Bino did the not calling a timeout when a team's on a thirteen point run. Probably should have stopped it at about eight. There's a lot of things you can criticize, but the whole concept of I'm going to fire a coach. And, I, and, and we had a guy from Nashville a couple weeks ago say, well, none of these players are going to win in March. We need to run the whole roster out of here and go get all new players. And I'm going, that's a little excessive, don't you think? Well, and especially like, and this is my thing, and I was listening to it Thursday night, and I appreciate you saying what you did. It's like, we played a 13. We weren't playing a 16. Right. Like, I get it. Louisiana wasn't great. We got lucky with that matchup. But, like, I mean, four seeds lose all the time. Like, people acting like, we just, it's a birthright to be the 13th seed in the tournament. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And you were right to call them out. Uh, and I think I'd give you a shout out too, Tony. You said it all year and I agreed. Like, people wanted to count this team out and those buzzer beater losses. But like, it all comes down to the first weekend of the tournament. Whether that's right or wrong, you know, you can yep. argue that. And it's nice to be on this side of it for once. But like, if you've got a team that at least has the pieces, you never in college basketball write the obituary on a team in February. And so many people did want to do that. And like I said, you always said it, and I give you credit, while letting people voice their frustrations, which, as you said, were justified. But I, you know what? You can, And I said, I, I called in after the Kentucky game, and I said, at the end of the day, it comes down to one weekend in March. And if those guys deliver, all anyone will remember is basically it's that weekend. And that's what happens. And it's awesome finally to be on this side of it for once after so many you know great years that ended in, frustration in the first weekend you know those guys stepped up when it mattered and really like people have said didn't play that good thursday night but got the win and then played one excellent game saturday against duke and that erases so much frustration uh so it, and so it's just awesome to be on this side like i said proud of the guys proud of the seniors proud of rick for getting at least some somewhat of the monkey off his back hope we go make more history this weekend but anyway just wanted to call in and say that go balls uh, let's hope we can uh, keep it rolling up, up in uh, the garden this week go balls back to you and the garden hey, party uh, going to be a garden party and i'll say this in the era of the 6014 and better bracket the vols have never lost as a top four seed in the first round never and it ha- that happens at least two or three times every tournament and nor has rick barnes ever lost when he's a four seed and They've only lost once as a team that was seeded six or better, and that was the five seed to Oregon State two years ago. Went to the garden party. So, you know, who made garden party? You got to please, can't please everyone. That's, that's so. pretty Ricky sneaky Nelson. good. Ricky that's, that's Nelson, good Bean Star, you got to please yourself. Didn't, wasn't the, didn't somebody from the Nelsons play on the Andy Griffith show? Bean, or am I mixing my shows there? Wasn't Ellie on that show? Eleanor, was that um, Eleanor Donahue? Yes, yeah. yeah, she was. That's what I thought. Eight six five two hundred five. She's still one of the last Ricky living, Nelson remaining show. living cast members. She was on Mike Grunford. She was on what, Bino? Mike Grunford, Daddy, or something like that. She wasn't on the Nelsons, was she? Oh, she wasn't. I could be wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm again. I, I'm, I've been known to mix my metaphors. Bino, when we when we get Evan Russell in here, you think he's going to sell for the way the baseball team looked, or do you think he's going to um, you think he's going to buy or sell for the way they looked, being star? In other words, is he going to cover for them, or is he going to come hard? What do you think Evan Russell's going to do today? What's your guess? I don't think Evan's a cover guy, Tony. Yeah, I don't think I, he is I don't either. Think anyone could could look at what happened this weekend and and not be disappointed. 
But, you know, that baseball team, and I know it was cold, and it's a disgrace that they did that to them. It's a disgrace they did it to both teams because they did it to both teams. It's a disgrace. And here's the thing. If they would have put the series here this weekend, the weather was the same thing here. So I'm not going to get, like, off on the weeds in that on that deal because the weather here was, was, was frigid as well. You mean to tell me that you can't schedule that thing differently? And, again, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for the way the baseball team looked because that was, in a word, utterly discreet. Friday, Friday, I thought I was going to see Jacques Cousteau, or it's not he's not the guy. Who does some of the missions when they go, uh, Bino, to Antarctica? Or the North Pole. It looked like, I saw the, one of our guys, looked like they were on, I was expecting a, a penguin to show up on third base. When I saw the way our third baseman was dressed, Bino, I was literally expecting a penguin, Ron Say, Bino, to show up next to him. Yeah. I, you know, I know both things played in the same weather, but uh, Missouri's somewhat more uh, comfortable with that than we are. Uh, there's no question the weather was a factor. Uh, but we weren't ready uh, to play for whatever reason. Didn't look like we wanted to be there. I, I believe that the, the pitching drop-off is an anomaly that was totally the weather. Uh, now, this team is still a work in progress, uh, both in hitting and, and in, in fielding. Uh, I think we're going to have a good baseball team by when it matters. I agree. Uh, but uh, it's, it is not. It's not heat and heat like last year. This is a well, work in progress. It's a lot like our basketball team this year, right? When you do this thing every day like we do it, you have to talk about it in increments. That's what we do. Okay? Now, you can't panic over sample size. The same theme that Grant Birmingham was just talking about a second ago remains true for the baseball team, which is this. In four months, you get in the NCAA tournament, you put it all together, and nobody remembers what you did right now. Nobody remembered that the Vols last year went and wasted the eventual national champion. Down there at Ole Miss, they're, you know, they got a ring. I mean, you know, it's, and that's the nature of it. So this team could still put it together. But if you people thought for one second, because I love Tony Vols, and I love Tony Vols, that I'm not going to call that thing out in real time, I mean, I just literally hope they had some coffee and some hot chocolate for those guys, and they warmed up. I really do. That was my wish and hope, and I hope we didn't have anybody, you know, kind of lose a finger from frostbite. So, Bino, give me a final thought here on the way out, and I love you. You're my guy because Evan Russell, Matt Dixon, myself, and, and Brian Hartman are fixing to break some baseball down scientifically here on TLD Logistics Extra Innings. Tony, I appreciate you and the listeners putting up with the phone issues. I enjoyed an opportunity to uh, uh, to join today and celebrate a little bit. Uh, um, the, the win over Duke, again, I thought that that was a tremendous win. It's a win that people will remember for years and years. Uh, the performance by Kamwa was fantastic. I believe it's the third most points ever scored by a Tennessee player in an NCAA tournament game. Let's just go and do the same thing in New York. Let's value the basketball 
And if we don't turn the ball over, I like our chances to go to lead eight for the second time in program history. And, Bino, if we win that game, you need to take your old rectum and stay up and celebrate with us on Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime, you freaking clown. Do you feel me? I do, Tony. I do. And you didn't give Lame on ten continents. You're out of here. You were lame in Antarctica, Bino, over there with uh, that Denton kid. Antarctica. As we take a, when we continue, Evan Russell, Matt Dixon, Brian Hartman, myself, it's TLD Logistics, extra innings. Hey, I don't, I don't cover for anything and anybody on here. That's not what we do. We, we break it down scientifically. I call balls and strikes. That's what we do on here. And, 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 and what happened this weekend up there was a wild pitch. It was a, it, it was, it was a ball thrown over the screen. So we continue with more right after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. Join us on April 21st at 7.30 a.m. for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is going to be an annual event. It'll be hosted by the Tohee Golf Course on April 21st, starting at 7.30 to noon. Proceeds from this tournament will go towards the academic and athletic opportunities for our students at Columbia Central. Please contact Ms. Christy Smith at Columbia Central High School or Dr. Mike Steele, the principal at Columbia Central High School. Hope to see you out there to celebrate this amazing individual for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. All right, I'm just going to tell you this. The great Evan Russell, and I love him, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics, our uh, extra innings program we're going to do throughout the baseball season. He's about as amused as I am uh, from the weekend. Um, I'm I'm literally going to go with the – when I saw our guys Friday – I'm going to bring him in momentarily. And they, all of them look like they're going to try out for a Toy Story, the part of Ralphie. I mean, they had so many clothes on, they couldn't move. They look like me. Like me. I'm not athletic, okay? But back in Pennsylvania, when it would, you know, like 1978 when I was a kid, it snowed like 100 inches one, one winter up there. Look it up. Blizzard of 78 to hold it. It looked like they were getting ready to go out in the blizzard of 78. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I can't, I love my man, Tony. I love, I would never let my team, I just, I was just like, I can't believe what I'm watching. It's like, to me, it's not even about winning and losing, but I just want to say that before we do this. ER is going to join. It's going to be divine. Uh, tclub.team is where you're going to be able to hear it. I want to thank Bino, who uh, made his way back. Uh, from Tunica and blessed us with his presence today. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and play the intro, but we're, a lot of this is going to happen in our overtime segment. If you want to talk some Tennessee baseball now, 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. And let's start our engines. for EI with ER presented by TLD Logistics. It's Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings with Evan Russell presented by TLD Logistics online at tldlogistics.com. Well, Evan's had to play infield, outfield, and catch, and when you're a catcher, you basically are an extra pitching coach on top of knowing that position real well, and then a tremendous career as a hitter, so he's about as well-rounded of a guy as you're going to get. He's really going to, I think, have some insight on locker room or kind of looking out on the field and maybe picking up on the fact like, man, this guy wasn't nervous or this guy was nervous. This guy didn't react very well to a bad call. If he'll be natural and authentic to who he is, which is why he's so fun to be around on the air, somebody's going to have to give him some money to keep him around because he'll be phenomenal at it. Now let's get in the game with Evan Russell and the team at tclub.team. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard. 
Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. fun event to take the family to, Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. It is that time of week. Uh, I have got somebody very special on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson with Foodland. Miles, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Let's hear everything that you got. Alrighty. Well, for the whole week sale, we have whole ribeyes for four ninety nine a pound, fresh ground beef for two seventy nine a pound, green cabbage thirty nine cents a pound, seedless white grapes ninety nine cents a pound, and we also have Deer Park twenty four pack spring water two for ten. You're open uh, seven days a week. Uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there on West 7th, uh, right located near the post office. And uh, I tell you, you always have some great deals. People need to come in, and uh, and your your staff is so friendly. If there's something that they don't see, they just need to ask, and you guys are amazing at taking care of them. So thank you once again, Miles. All righty, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Make sure you go there and check them out. 
The Mules are back in town. Plan now to attend all four days of Mule Day 2023, Thursday, March 30th through Sunday, April 2nd. The arts and crafts and flea market activities take place at Murray County Park Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday hours are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The arts and crafts area consists of over 100 vendors with a variety of items that are all handmade by the crafters. You'll find quilts, pottery, ironworks, woodworking items, coins, and much more. Over at the flea market, you'll find 70 more vendors selling a variety of items such as sunglasses, toys, games, clothing and accessories, western apparel, cowboy boots and hats, decor, and lots more. Be sure to stop by the arts and crafts and flea market areas during your visit to Mule Day 2023, March 30th to April 2nd, right here in Columbia. Visit muleday.com for a complete schedule of events. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.